There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode five of season four of Channel Zero, The Dream Door. Oh my god. I didn't think it could get weirder. It totally got weirder. Freaky deaky. And I'm telling you, like, really, Ian, you're yeah. you're so creepy. It's not getting better. No. It's just not. No. <laughs> it's getting worse. All right. Hit me with some ratings news, Steve. All right, episode four brought in a 0.04 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.173 million viewers, making it the 125th rated cable show for the day. And episode five brought in a 0.06 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.257 million viewers, but it was only the 134th rated cable show for the day. So apparently more people were watching cable on Wednesday than they were on Tuesday. I guess. Monday and Wednesday. Monday and Tuesday, I think. <laughs> One of Too those many two days. days. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So episode five just started to creep me out. Like a whole level of what the hell. Yeah. So episode five is entitled, You Belong to Me. Ian makes a grand gesture that threatens to drive Jillian and Tom apart forever. Okay. Yeah. I guess you can say that. Just a little bit. Yeah. So. It starts with Ian outside with Jillian, and he's trying to tell her, just make a little door, and you can make a rabbit, and just envision the tail and the ears, and he's, like, going through all this. It's like, okay, I can see, okay, you're trying to point her in the right direction. Right. But she's trying and trying, and she cannot get the door made. Right. Yeah, she tells him there's something different, and he shows, yeah, you lost something when you destroyed jack you lost part of yourself then why the are you doing this right why do i want to make more then right because ian's crazy that's why yeah (laughs) he's like you can learn to control them so he grabs her hand and he's like i'll help you oh okay great yeah so they start to make this door and, and she manages to make the little door and out comes this creepy little half formed evil looking rabbit yeah that pretty much just dies and it's like what the hell was that and i believe jillian's response was that as well yes and he's like oh they can't all be perfect it's like what i don't want to keep doing this because this is disgusting right and then ian i don't know if he did it intentionally when he's like it took me forever to make the dog right wait what what yeah Oops, slip up number one there, uh, Ian, old boy. Right, because I love that because she, she's like, you did what? Oh, yeah, I made your dog for you. I thought it was like a good housewarming present. Excuse me? Yeah, that I, definitely I put Jillian on alert. Yes, 
And then when they go inside and Ian decides to make breakfast for them, Jillian finds her phone all busted up. And as she's looking at the busted up phone, she's like, this is weird. I thought it was in my phone or in my purse, not on the floor. And I've never in my life broken a phone. Right. How did this happen? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. There's a whole lot of fishy going on around here now. Right. So she's like, I just need to go out for some air. Oh, yeah. Great. At the same time, we see Tom trying to call her. And as he's trying to call her, all of a sudden, there's another dog, a pug in a little sweater. Yeah. Out in the backyard. Exactly the same black pug. Yes, because he looks at his dog and looks back out like, wait a second, what what's happening? Yeah. And then we go back to the summer house and we see Jillian just kind of looking out over the water. And you hear something and you, you kind of see off to the side, Tall Boy is watching Jill. Yeah. And so she starts following the sound to see what it is. And I'm like, oh, crap, what is going to happen? Right. Because I, I was really thinking that tall boy was going to either confront her or attack her or something i didn't know what was happening it freaked me out right now you would think that because ian was not upset about anything because he still hasn't been cornered yet that tall boy really wouldn't have done anything to jillian but right you never know you never know yeah you never know because this is too weird and I love so, the way they start cutting these scenes in. Oh, I know. The back and forth. Yes. Because you have Tom following the dog, and you have Jillian looking for Tallboy. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. They're discovering things at the same time. Yes. Tom ends up following the pug into Ian's house because it's unlocked, which apparently they're living in an okay area. They don't <laughs> lock the back doors. <laughs> or the front doors, because he went in the front door. It's just like... Well, let's see. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You, Later. You, you ran out and took Jillian to the hospital and just forgot to lock the front door, huh? Because they didn't come he, back to his place, so. Yeah, apparently he doesn't care. No. But when Tom goes in, he's looking around, and at the same time, we have Jillian, who has come all the way around, and I swear I thought there was something underneath the one, there was a tarp. Right. When she was walking around, I'm like, oh, God, it's going to jump at her. <laughs> <laughs> but she ends up coming all the way around. She hears the door open and close. So she goes back inside and there's an armoire. And I'm like, oh my God, is it going to jump at her? I right. just keep freaking out. Right. Yeah. It, something's going to jump at her. Yeah. The setup was <laughs> done real well to keep you on the edge of your seat. Just waiting for something to jump out at her. Right. And then we do get like that flip back to Ian for a minute, who's still cooking away. And it comes back to her. And as Jillian opens it, she finds that stuffed animal that she lost. Yes. Or at least we're assuming it was hers. Right. But she touches it and she gets all this weird, I guess she's just remembering everything and all her feelings and stuff from when she was a kid is the only thing I can think of. Right. Yeah. It, Rush it, it, of emotion. That, yes, she had actually been there before. So she puts it back. I would have been like, the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> But then she's probably smarter than me because she's like, wait, he creates big things that kill people. Maybe I shouldn't confront him. Right. Maybe I should keep my cool here. Right. And that's when Ian calls her for breakfast. Like, all right. And right when he's getting, 
getting uh, all the breakfast stuff out, we go back to Tom, who has some weird smells happening, and he opens the refrigerator, and what the hell was in that jar? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a tumor, question mark? I Yeah, I don't know what that was, and I was like, I'm worried. Yeah. And he goes down into the into Ian's basement and moves some boxes from the wall, revealing three doors. And all of these weird boxes full of half-made animals. Yeah. Whole bunch of pugs. Yes, there was. And I'm like, I didn't catch the doors. I don't know how I missed that. Probably because I was still trying to figure out what the hell was in the jar. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, all the boxes of the animals is what really creeped me out. Yeah, absolutely. And then we get to go back to breakfast. And can I ask, was he feeding an army? Yeah, it was almost as bad as the hamburger. Because he was taking a whole slice of ham and just stuffing it in his mouth. So, yeah, he was powering up. Yeah, that was kind of scaring me. Oh, absolutely. Because you had him eating, seriously, all that food. And there was like just a ton of eggs and, yeah, like ham. Wasn't there like bacon or sausage or something? Like a huge plate of that. And Jillian had like a little bit of eggs and I think sliced tomato. Right. So she's like barely got any food on her plate. And he's, you think, is like power eating to get through the next like Nathan's hot dog challenge. I mean, what the hell? (laughs) Exactly. And then Jillian starts to ask him some questions. You know, why did you choose that particular dog? And I had a stuffed animal that looked like that. And Ian's just like, oh, weird. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. And she asks him questions about his mom. And I love it because he's like, why? Yeah. Just want (laughs) to know more about you. Right. And I, I don't think that's too weird. But man, the way he kind of hit the brakes. Right. Yeah, it, his warning signals went up big time. Right. He goes, uh-oh, she knows something. You know, First the question about the dog, now the question about his mom. Uh, there's something going on here. Or maybe you just don't know how to hide your tracks well enough. Yeah, and at this time we got Tom going through more boxes of family photos. Oh, yeah. And you just kind of go, oh, no. And it was so weird because you see pictures of Ian as a child with the family. And that's when you, yeah, it's definitely her brother because there's the dad. Yep. And then you see the dad with Jillian and her mom and all these pictures suddenly of Jillian. It's like, why do you have all of these pictures? Right. (laughs) We thought the pictures that Tom's mom had of Jillian was mm, just a little weird. This is way past that. Right. And then, it, you know, we go back and Ian's like, oh, she passed away earlier this year. She was so trusting, which was her greatest weakness. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And I'm going, hmm, I wonder if Ian killed her. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Because she always trusted me and supported me. I'm like, oh, God, he killed your mother. Yeah. And then he says, because she always saw the world the way her husband told her to see it. And after we seen what happened to his dad, I'm like, oh, he really didn't like his dad. No. (laughs) So, you know, after all this is said and done, and he just kind of keeps shoveling in the food, 
you know, he he also stops and he's like, oh, you know, she really loved me, but she was in her own reality. Yeah. It's really hard to understand. She deserves so much better. And again, you just get that creepy, he killed her feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Because Jillian's just that. sitting there. Yeah, Jillian's just like, what the hell? Yeah. Get me out of here. Yeah. Suddenly, she's like, I think I need to go home. I should probably talk to Tom. And, you know, Ian is not too happy because the whole ride home, you know, he's just like, maybe we shouldn't go back. You know, you got more training. I can help you. Nobody else can help. But he's not being like over the top about it. No, he's not. He's not trying to force her, but he's trying to persuade her. Yeah. And she ain't buying they, any well, of it. Yeah. Cause she looked, well, first of all, I'm thinking, okay, no big deal. The way she's kind of staring off into space. Right. Like trying to keep everything level yeah. and not give anything away is what I'm thinking. But plus, I don't know about you, but when you're in the passenger side, do you not just kind of zone out sometimes anyway? Oh, absolutely. You're not driving. So you just kind of. Right. Look out and so he out. just seemed to get ner- more and more nervous though. Yeah. Which is really worrying me. Yeah. So when they pull up, all of a sudden, Jillian's like, did you see that? Because somebody runs past the door inside of Ian's house. Right. Now, it turns out that it's Tom. Of course. But did he do that on purpose or not? What do you think? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, he was just checking something else out. And, oh, that's what he was doing. He was bringing stuff up from the basement to the kitchen. Oh, okay. Because... They go inside and we see Tallboy climbing out of the back of the truck and going around the back of the house. And you go, uh-oh. We're so screwed. Yes. <laughs> and, of course, they go in and they find Tom in the kitchen. And Ian asks him if he's looking for something. And Tom has no problem confronting him, asking him why he was at the motel last night. And, of course, Ian goes, I wasn't at the any hotel. I was with Jillian all night. Yeah, I loved it because Jillian's like, what time? Because I was asleep. Yeah. Ian's like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) She is not going to cover for me. Great. No. And Tom tells Jillian that her dad called him needing to talk about something as he drops the picture of her and her parents on the table for her to see. Boy, she looked surprised, though. Oh, yeah. I think she had really started to know before this, but she looked surprised. With the pictures. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And she goes, I know who Ian is. Tom goes, okay, who? My brother. Poor Tom's jaw just hit the floor. Right, and Ian's just like half-brother. Yeah. That doesn't make it better. (laughs) And then he's got, oh, I want to show you this big surprise in the garage. Is he like a child trapped in an adult body? Like, he really has that. That attitude. Right. Oh, I have a surprise for you. What? No. Yeah, no. (laughs) This is not a surprise. No, not at all. Because when he opens the garage door, we see a bunch of pugs running around. He's like, oh, you guys got out. I'm like, okay, so he made a bunch of dogs. What the hell? Yeah. They're nibbling on dear old dad. Right? And Jillian's just like, the hell is this? And he closes the garage door, and it's like, oh, what? This is what you wanted, right? Yeah. This is good for us? And I love it. Jillian holds her hand out to Tom, 
And Tom just automatically knew, okay, she wants a cell phone. Yep. And she calls the detectives to report her murder. And so as our wonderful detectives finally show, yeah. Ian keeps talking. And Ian's like, he's super proud of this. And he's like, I want to be with you, Jillian. And Jillian's like, the hell are you talking about? (laughs) We're related. (laughs) Yeah. And this is when you see tall boy, like around the corner and he comes out and Ian just kind of like does does barely, yeah, yeah, barely, barely nods. And I was like, oh my God, because I thought he was going to kill Jillian then. So it's like Ian doesn't even have to direct him anymore. Yeah. And so the cops get there and they see this and they're like, what happened? What's going on? Ian's like, I killed, I killed everybody. I killed my dad. I killed the owners of this house because I wanted to be next to her. I killed everybody for Jillian. Yeah. Okay. This is awesome. So they cuff him and take him away. And he's just like, Jillian, Jillian. No. She does not want to be with you. You are her brother. Quit being super creepy. Yeah. So he's being taken away. And then we end up cutting to Tom and Jillian having some adult time. Yeah. Because Tom's like, I want a family with you. And she's like, I'm really conflicted. You need to be here with me. They have their time. The lights are flickering. And I'm like, oh, God, what is this going to be? Right. And of course, they when they're done, they notice another door in the closet. But this one isn't perpendicular; it's horizontal. I thought that was weird. Yeah, just a little. It's like, like okay. what, what does this mean? So they kind of very gingerly walk up to it, and instead of Jillian opening it, Tom said, "No, let me." Right, and he's like, "What were you thinking of?" And she's like, "I wasn't thinking of anything." It's like, oh God. Yeah, no. <laughs> you had to be thinking of something because those lights were flickering. Right. And And there's a creepy, partially formed baby that's just just super over-the-top creepy looking. No limbs whatsoever. Eraser head. uh, Yeah. All it had was like a a little mouth. Right. I thought, honestly, that it was originally going to be a baby pretzel jack. Right. Which just scares the hell out of me thinking of that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So Tom tries to pick it up and apparently hurts the baby or it just wanted to be with Jillian. I don't know. Right. So Jillian takes the baby and asks Tom if he wants to hold it. And he's just like, uh, I, uh, I don't know. No, <laughs> no, I don't want to hold that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't even know what the hell that is. Right. So Jillian, of course, thinks it's dying because, you know, it isn't formed. Yeah, completely and formed. And tells Tom, you should probably give me some time. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to leave you. She's like, no, go ahead. So he grabs his, his shoes and his clothes, you know, makes his way out the door. And I'm just like, okay, what are you going to do? Right. Are you trying to make it 100%? I don't know. Yeah. So we cut to the detectives who are debating whether or not Ian is a serial killer as they get stopped behind a school bus. Right. And then when the one detective is like, past the bus, there's so much shit in the news right now about that. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. That is like the worst thing you could have had in there at that moment. Yeah. And of course, the female detective says, no, that's breaking the law. Right. 
And then and then just Ian pops up with, oh, no, spree killer. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> you know, because they're in the middle of something else. Yeah. He's like, I'm a spree killer. And then they cut to the kid who is fighting his dad to get on the bus. Right. <laughs> and like, if you don't get your little happy ass on that bus. Yes. <laughs> because what happens then? Of course, I'm thinking even if he was in jail, it wouldn't end well. Right. Absolutely. Because we see Tallboy behind us, and they start cracking jokes about how he's dressed. Right. And I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> right. And he grabs, and this is what I don't understand. He grabs a, what was that exactly? A pickaxe and a saw. Right, but it was like an electric saw. Right. How long did this thing hold a damn charge? <laughs> well, apparently it was fully charged and ready to go for him. <laughs> Yeah, he just kind of jumps up on the, the roof of the car, <laughs> and he, uh, wow, he removed the windshield with that axe. Yeah. And cuts the female detective. Now, the male detective is just looking like, oh my god, what's happening? Don't you think you should have reacted a little faster? I don't know. Yeah, he tried to, he shot him a couple times, but that ain't gonna do any good. Yeah, I get it, but he was slow as hell reacting. Oh, yeah, and he falls out the car and just can't even get to his feet before. <laughs> right, oh, and that's boy. when all the kids on the bus are freaking out, oh, and the yeah. child, child and the kid run away. Oh, yeah, thanks for helping, guys. Thanks for doing something. <laughs> well, the bus driver was smart and said, I'm not sticking around. These kids are yeah. screaming, something bad's going on behind me. I'm getting the hello out of Dodge. And <laughs> right. <laughs> It was funny to see the dad and the kid running right beside him just as fast as the bus was going. It's like, wait, let us on. <laughs> yeah. So basically they didn't stand a chance because Tallboy took him out. Yeah. With the saw. With both the cops. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we see that he pretty much tried to cut the male detective's head off, but only got about halfway through. We don't see what he did to the female detective. We only see the results as blood splats on Ian's face. And Ian, covered in blood, just walks home like nobody notices this shit. Yeah. Okay. And so when he gets there, there's a cop coming out of his house with evidence. Right. Because that's creepy. No, and he's going to have. No, but just having one there, I feel right. like yes. all the one, weird yes. stuff they're having pulling one out. There was a little yeah. odd. I agree with that. There, you always have more than one. I just feel like what she's taking out of the house yeah. too. It's like here's half animals. I don't know what I'm doing here. But Ian, Ian happens to be there when Tom walks out front. Now I have something that I wrote down that just irked me. <laughs> okay. On the outside of Tom and Jillian's house, right. it looks like it's a double door. Handles on both sides. The inside, there's only one, one door. door. Right. That just irked the hell out of me. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's like, if you're going to have it, either don't have a handle on it so it doesn't look like it's a door. Right. And it's just decorative. Or have two on the inside. Yes. Because that was like a huge screw up. What I... Because it just stood out all of a sudden. Right. It, it really did. Especially with what happens next. Yeah. Because <laughs> Tom calls the policeman and <laughs> takes the guy. He looks. And he goes, pauses for a second. 
and then goes into policeman mode. Right. And unfortunately, Tallboy is there to take care of that cop, too. Yeah. And while all that's happening, Ian's creating another door on top of Tom's door. Right. Which made me think, oh, go ahead. Nothing that can stop him. Right. And I'm thinking, he's creating this door. Jillian won't be able to get out of the house. Right. You have to go out throughout the ba- go out the back door to get out. Right. So after the baby then dies upstairs and Jillian like covers it up, which is creeping me out. Yeah. Put it back in the door. I don't know. She goes downstairs, doesn't see Tom after she calls for him. So she goes out- outside and then notices the other door on her door. Right. Opens it up <laughs> and it's empty because it's already gotten Tom. Yeah. Because what was it? The the different colored people, right? Right, yeah. It was that were uh, like peeking the out. red crayon boy. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see him full on. No. Just all kind of peeked out. And that's when she notices that the police officer at Ian's driveway and walks over and sees the message in blood, meet me at the ghost neighborhood. Great. Yeah. This is awesome. I'm so happy this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Really, what did she think was going to happen? Short of them killing him immediately, right? They wouldn't have been able to hold him. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is going to. <laughs> I guess she's going to assume that he's got Tom, and that Tom just didn't get in his car and drive away and get as far away from this as possible. <laughs> I mean, at this point, she's got to believe that Tom is all in because of all this insanity right yeah seeing that he was figuring out what was ian was doing at the same time she was right so i don't know it's all gonna come down to the last episode yes it is oh my god this is so weird so what do you guys think about it shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com that's s-y-f-y talk at fangirlzone.com and while you're at it if you just Go to www.fangirlzone.com. You can check out the website. The contact page is there, so you can just shoot us a message that way. You can check out all the stuff we have going on over there. <sighs> you can let me know if there's stuff I need to put up there, like cons in the area. Who knows? I'm, like, so freaked out with this episode. I don't know why. It just got me all, like, rattled. Right. Because Ian is so weird. <laughs> yeah, and we saw uh, the before the... The incomplete rabbit, the incomplete baby. Yeah. Pugs like, eating dear old dad. I mean, <laughs> and there was, animals. You know, yeah, this was pretty, a pretty bloody episode. It I mean, was. this was almost like the, um, what was it? The peach feast in the, uh, Oh park. God. Yeah. Yeah. Butcher's block. That one was rough too. Yeah. Especially the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, while you're at it, doing all of this for us, if you could rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends, especially if you want to see their reaction to how messed up this season is. And of course, we hope you're enjoying the podcast. Oh, man, for this messed up episode of Sci-Fi Talk, though, I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. Hey there, little guy. And until next time. <laughs>